Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Titans. This is season three, episode seven, entitled 51%, written by Kate McCarthy, directed by Nick Gomez. I gave this episode an 8.8 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad that we finally got a win. It's been a while. Crane still has a weapon in his arsenal, but he definitely lost a lot of credibility with this L. I had notes for this episode and they did not save on my computer and I was very upset by that. So because of said loss of actual manuscript in which I could run down the full recap, I'm going to have to go by memory. It's probably much better if I just go ahead and stick with kind of the beginning and then our split story arcs. So we start with Crane not pissed at all that Jason decided to administer his drug on the street without his permission. This also caused the mobsters to not, the families, they're not happy about this. The chaos is not what they anticipated and all of this you know crime bosses don't want too much heat on them it's like hey we want to do our business but sometimes our business is quiet not loud and crane well he wants to make a statement that's loud crane tells him i'm not the batman so i'm not going to respond the same way when you do something dumbass i'm not going to put you in timeout or yell at you and give you a lecture no i'm gonna let you sniff that gas that you're so addicted to and have it choke you out and use it as a weapon because that is what in a sense you are to me and you need to learn that you are basically my bitch and i know that probably goes a long way for some people in the redemption arc i still have a lot of responsibility that i put on jason and i went through into that last episode so i'm not gonna repeat it but he's still not learning his lesson. Like, why would you just instantly dose your stuff with something that you know this dude can tamper with at any point? He's not even trying to use his brain. So he goes down and that's when he goes to the crime families and says, look, that was a test run. That was planned, but we tweaked it. It's not going to have the same effect. And then you guys can reap the benefits because it'll be a demand for the drug that I'm gonna give as happy juice. I don't think that's what he's doing whatsoever. He's marketing that to keep the five families happy. But I think he is too obsessed with fear for it to not be his actual, like he probably is gonna make people more homicidal. That one black dude was like, that bitch cut up my face. That's not what I had planned. The one chick is just skeptical. Being like, oh, this motherfucker. As soon as he walked in, you're behind Red Hood, ugh. You're the worst. But everybody's like, oh, the bat's gone. So we can do what we want to do. And trust me, I just need a few more things. And and we're all going to be richer than we were before. Then we had this one woman speaking. And we knew later when she ended up being a plot point. Her name was Valeska. So then at the Batcave, everyone is discussing the 20 people that are now dead because of three inhalers hitting the streets and all of the people that committed the crimes were non-violent offenders so that's seriously interesting i feel like they're trying this show is trying to make me have an out for jason as if the drug had morphed you into whatever but i'm still of the opinion as jason was not on the drug when he went and saw crane 
and he put himself in a position in which he will be fucked over in this way and i can't write him off as if oh it was the drug that made him do it and i'm with uh, dick when he said look jason's gone there's no getting him back this is not a recovery mission for jason too many people have died now one of them was a friend and so i'm glad that they didn't have gar being like but but my feelings i'm glad it was a mature moment hey we gotta move on from that we got bigger fish to fry and gar was like okay i'm going to acquiesce and then pursue how i feel on my own time then we have Corey being like well since you about to go do some illegal shit at the gcpd i'm about to go do some illegal shit and talk to some mobsters gar and connor were kind of like what do you mean it's like watching another side of your parents come out we're like but you said i can't do that yeah because you're not an adult yet (laughs) um i guess we could split up from here and we could talk about the more interesting storyline which was the starfire and blackfire they get to Valeska's mansion and they have a heart to heart in the car and this was what i'm talking about with blackfire she's all like oh you're pursuing the mobster angle i wonder who gave you that idea this does absolutely nothing for your case ma'am and then she starts to dig into you know our parents always taught us or father taught us that 51 percent of good was the odds against the 49 49 percent of evil that would be done to accomplish that 51 percent which is a very interesting way to not only think of tamarins in their society but kind of this team because <laughs> they all about doing shit that's illegal so that's why i kind of go back a few episodes ago when i was like oh yeah dick was trying to protect them from doing illegal shit but at the same time mama bear does it all of the time when it is needed but the way in which blackfire keeps bringing up their parents and how she killed them and all this she's not telling her story she just keeps it's like digging into a wound and then wondering why i keep saying ow i I love them clearly even if you had your own beef they were our parents and you murdered them and you're not even giving me anything other than they deserved it so they go into valeska's living room after beating up her bodyguard and she's like go home and do something with your nose then she's like look um i'm in fear of my life you're trespassing i should call the authorities but only after she says have a drink which blackfire definitely uh takes her up on i like the way in which she stands behind Corey and her militant way of like you could tell that this is part of their society there's a deference even as she states we are both queens there is only one queen b i really like the actress i forgot to look her up who plays blackfire maybe i have it on my page here um she is actually in c season two on apple tv i screamed when i saw her i was like oh my god that's blackfire but the actress really owns all of the scenes that she is in um even in the background when um why am i blanking on her name i anna diop 
is doing her scenes she definitely supports her and doing her own thing in the background uh damaris lewis she's amazing i think that she has a lot to bring to the show and has been bringing to the show all season two and i really like seeing her developing relationship with coriander even if it's very you know we, don't, we even later on it's hard to tell when she's manipulating her or just playing on her heartstrings i think that her story later on is absolutely true which we'll get into in a moment but i think that she's meant to be a complicated character and we got to understand a little bit more about how she feels and why she got that way and i think that's always good especially you know whether she's going to stay on team titan or not i don't think she is but it makes you feel even more when that betrayal will hit and then you're going to also understand the battle between them that it's a lot more contentious and understandable which makes it even more compelling tv to watch but valeska is willing because she ain't all about this uh red hood and and um crane situation so she wants her child michael it's a personal matter brought to her because he refuses to see her or they're estranged whatever the case may be she can't call him up and he will come she tells us that she wants to protect him from the things that are going to go down in gotham so starfire agrees i did uh, like the look that blackfire gave her when she's like don't bullshit me and she looked at her sister like work 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 it's me work 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 it's me do me da 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 it's me but i work 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 where you are girl so they go and find michael who works at a machine shop and he's like look i don't want to i don't want to deal with that crazy bitch she's not okay and starfire's like look i get that she's no saint Blackfire's like, yeah, parents suck. But can you please help us save Gotham? Because basically you showing up is the only way we can get the information we need to take down someone that is very dangerous. And she promises that she's going to protect him. They get back there to the mansion. Michael comes in, looks at Starfire, approaches his mom, like the only reason I'm here. And then mom pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head. Blackfire said, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. I'm thinking, how did you possibly even think that this was a possibility? Sorry, ma'am. I didn't see this shit coming. Oh, he was working for the FBI. And so you needed to make sure he voluntarily came to your home so that when he you murdered him, it wouldn't look like you murdered him when you had him come to your home and then that's when he disappeared. You didn't think that through. Not at all. She said, I had to do it. Starfire is like, oh, well, I have to do what I need to do right now, which is shake on this deal so I can roast your motherfucking ass. Oh, now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. You have fucked up now. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. Once again, Blackfire in the background when she says, I'm not just a Titan. She's like, what? I'm also a queen. Oh! It 
it's at this moment that blackfire says let me tell you the story about what happened you were supposed to kill trigon you didn't come back home all of the residents of tamarind's like where's our beloved queen starfire our princess you decided to stay down here they started rioting and mom and dad was like look we got to keep the peace in our power thus if we need to kill our cursed child to to appease the masses since they blamed her for the reason why starfire wasn't coming back then that's what we gotta do that's the 51 percent and thus she felt a rage since killing the parents which is why she's not repentant about it whatsoever she claims she came to earth to convince her to rule alongside her because when she took the throne guess what ain't nobody wanted her to have it <laughs> and i believe this to be somewhat true to a certain extent actually i believe the whole thing to be true i think she intends on corey coming back with her whether she wants to or not and she's trying to get her to come back willingly and i think that if she can't get her to come back willingly that's when she's going to go the other route to force her hand to come back because that is a, a true thing like you just abandon your people and they still want and need you to rule but she doesn't want to be the ruler of her people and now blackfire can't be the ruler of her people and i think this is all what's leading to like all this illegal shit i think it's going to come back and bite the shit out of titans and i think that i'm gonna rework my prediction it's not gonna be so much that batman comes back at the end i think that would be the good basis for red hood because they're totally gonna do a red hood series like that's kind of like a given at this point but i think that the titans are going to be pushed out of gotham by their activities because they've been doing a lot of legal shit and a lot of people have been dying and i can see them being turned into the enemies when you go back to episode one about how they felt about batman like he's not a hero they want to trash him every chance they possibly can get and the thing about gotham is it's corrupt so i think that's possibly where it's going and I, that's great because that means i don't have to see bootleg uh batman again he's not batman but you know what i mean this is a good segue to catch up with barbara and dick he goes to the pd wanting to use oracle which she swore she would never use but today is the day they go into oracle and you can see why the system is illegal because it can pretty much tap into the conversations that are private and they are able to locate crane giving out an address so dick doesn't even think five four or five seconds it's a trap considering he had access to the bat phone why would he not then have access to oracle and that's why they attacked barbara in the first place and why lady vic got that photo of her and he still has lady vic at the end of this episode too i didn't forget about her even though she wasn't present so from that point he and connor show up there's just a van right there connor can't see through it because it's got lead all around it so that should have been another point that this is a trap they get there and i thought this was a good growth moment for connor is that he sees that he's unable to disarm the bomb and he's immediately like dick you gotta go because dick stupidly gonna tell the guy it's gonna be okay nope I love how he tossed his ass aside like you gotta go this is not a conversation but he stayed and was vigil so the man did not die alone i thought that was some powerful shit 
done in a very just blatant way and then he comes up like somebody fucked you over because who gave you this address it was a clear setup from the get and that's when barb and dick realize that oracle's been compromised dick is like we can use this she can't wait for him to get back and decides to destroy it which is exactly what crane anticipated because the righteous will always react the exact same way he has jason just tied up like i'm gonna teach you this thing called patience he thinks this is the only way that he can be stopped because that's the only way that batman stopped him and that's where his hubris gets in his own way then we have him calling Corey, who's like yeah so we got this other bodyguard we beat his ass up i didn't make a deal with the mob that would be overstating it but i was able to talk to a mobster and get where or what he was being sold which was freon and then that gets barbara thinking victor for victor freeze now i thought this was a pretty irrelevant and very gotham e easter egg now i know that's been a complete still huge debate in the fandom that it feels more like a gotham show with titans in it than titan show um and gotham just happens to be a backdrop i can argue both ways i think that the titans are still forefront but i i can't disregard the fact that they are very much trying to expand the gotham world which you know it, at this point it's what they're gonna do i think that the complaint about it is is valid but it doesn't seem to be shaking any of what they want for the future of possible other shows they want the backdrop of gotham and they're doing a lot to set that in motion is it fair to the titans one would say no if you're you know you're not a gotham or batman fan and i think that they're taking advantage of the the fact that maybe there aren't fans that you know just because they're the titans and dick grace's dick grayson is involved with with the whole gotham world doesn't mean we need to spend all of this time in gotham but the producers the show they got a hard on for it and it's not going away so it's almost like this point talking air <laughs> But it's not to say that it isn't real because I thought bringing Victor Freeze's name in it was just no point in relevance other than I want a showboat and Easter egg for Gotham. Barb and Dick did have an argument which I think leads to what's going to be their eventual split is the fact that you shut it down. I said let's use it. You were like well I didn't want to take that chance you almost died and him being like yeah your fear basically like you need to be stronger than that i was like damn <laughs> he said because of your fear we lost our opportunity and then she's like fine if you want to do it your way and i know he was thinking in his mind yeah i did want to do it my way and i had a plan for it but you couldn't be patient because you up in your feelings about me and I, I don't roll like that you should know i don't roll like that got them batman jeans <laughs> but they decide to go analog and he's like yeah but i kind of wanted to go digital <laughs> i don't know why i kept seeing the petty dick's face but i did but they were able to do some detective work and they followed up on the lead to the warehouse found the one dead guy knew that whatever's happening is happening in the next hour 
and working together they all were able to figure out what they needed to do where they needed to go and once they definitely got their strap up on it was a wrap for crane because he ain't dealing with batman before though we have a moment between connor and blackfire in the kitchen while she's washing off her own clothes her jacket and she's like oh it's just that shit you put on all of your food like why are you watching me eat though he's like oh that's not catch up are you okay i'm fine then they give that long ass look kiki do you love me are you riding say you never ever leave from beside me because i want you and i need you i'm down for you starfire comes in with her outfit or as they say tamarind technology and she says look i wasn't there for you i'm sorry our parents never gave you a chance but i'm gonna give you the chance that our parents never did so you are now officially part of my team and now you can come along on the missions with us because they are super fun and then i like the instrumental music that they had the little rock as she put her outfit on they both were looking fabulous <laughs> and they did that little tamarind handshake with connor in the background looking at blackfire he's like um you look good they walked off like we've been new <laughs> their swag is everything okay i love all of their scenes they compliment the actresses they compliment each other very very well and then speaking in tamarind like i was like okay can we do a whole season on tamarind now <laughs> since we exploring places can we go there they only ever went one time there in titans that i believe in the comic book and it was pretty violent. <laughs> Ain't a place for. <laughs> but I digress. Um, where was I at? I'm still caught up in how sexy Connor be looking. Like, do you mind if I stroke you up? I don't mind. <sighs> um, yeah. back on track jason knows that dick is there before crane does oh dear we are in trouble it does not take long for them to handle business starfire sets his whole drug operation on fire we got a fight with blackfire and starfire together brian potter or gar gets to show off his martial arts once again and he's starting to evolve using his animal sense there was a scene i skipped earlier with gar where he decides on his own like okay i'm gonna think like jason and i like that because they are kind of closer to the same age and of course they would know about the second stash and he's able to use his animal sense to find it and that leads him to a letter that later leads him to molly but before that happens they make crane look like a fool 
I was laughing because I happened to be eating an ice cream cone at the same time the brother showed up with an ice cream cone. And I'm like, yeah, we are that crazy for ice cream. Holy mother it's an ice cream truck. But the five families left with the quickness. The one chick, she was weighty. I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. Crane and Jason are now in the wind cause he still needs Jason, even though Jason's kind of a rebellious boy. And that is kind of where we leave them. I'm guessing they're going to come back because he says, I'll win them back. I always do. And he still has Lady Vic. Barbara celebrates with the rest of the team at Wayne Manor. They're like, we can use some Rocky Roll ice cream. Connor's like, I got you. He looked right at Blackfire like, and when I come back, we break in somebody's bed. No, I did not forget their scene in the fight where she strolled over like a black cat. He over there dripping swagoo after grabbing two people up on the ceiling and they never came down. So Lord knows what ever happened to them. And then he's like, oh yeah, nice moves. Yeah, um, you too. What other skills do you got? I love to show you sometime. This is my OTP. I'll go down with this shit. I don't care. I don't care. My loins are so here for this. So here for all of it. Barb and Dick reconcile their relationship as well. There was a kiss between them. It ain't gonna end well. It's not. I'm not even saying this that it's a shipper or of any type of shipping thought. Is that they're so incompatible. She's going to have to choose between vigilante and being the commissioner of Gotham. And she cannot be both. And she's already stated a few times. Like last time I used Oracle, they slapped an injunction on me. They're going to force her into a corner. And she's going to have to make a choice that she ain't going to want to make. But she's going to have to choose it. And that's where they were always at the beginning of this season. As I stated previously, Gar finds Molly. And they both have committed to trying to save Jason. Or at least get through to him. Turn on his master. But then what? Like, you know Gar, he has to go to jail. Oh, what? He can go out there and be an anti-hero? I'm glad that you are Judge Drury and whatever executioner when you feel like it because we ain't forgotten because this whole thing where <laughs> dick is so mad that bruce killed the joker i kept forgetting back i'm like didn't you just kill a whole hospital of people Corey set their ass on fire like it was barbecue Corey and killed a person this episode <laughs> you ate some guards where do we get on this high horse y'all are totally 51 percent dropping bodies or 49% dropping bodies if it means to do 51% good. And that is our episode. Another really great one. Cannot wait for next week. But we are not done with the show. We got feedback. Let's hop into the mailbag.
Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I'm here to give my feedback for Titan season three, episode seven. I'm trying to hurry up and give my feedback before I have to head out to my son's football game. But I really enjoyed this episode. I loved seeing the Titans get together and defeat the villain, at least for the for the week. Um, he did get away, but I like that they suited up and did their thing after Dick and Corey uh, did their investigation. Uh, Dick with the Oracle, with him and Barbara, and then with Corey going to see that mob lady and um, getting information that way. And then, of course, them meeting up or having meetings of the mind, finding out that they're on the same track as far as the information and then going after Crane. I like that um, they were able to outmaneuver, outsmart Crane because he was just, he was on, he was real cocky in this one, just the arrogance. And that's always the downfall of villains when they think that they are, they got one over. He hacked into Oracle, which we know why now he did that thing with Barbara is to do that. And so, yeah, it was, he just knew that, you know, because Batman defeated him with Oracle the last time that it would be the same this time around. So just that arrogance of his is, uh, you know, you're not dealing with Batman. Now you're dealing with Dick, you're dealing with Corey. It's a lot more people involved, a lot more brains uh, that are uh, putting their heads together and trying to defeat you. And then they got a lot more incentive because of what you did to Hawk and then of what you've done to Jason. So that's obviously going to, I mean, it's not going to be as simple as he thought it was going to be. My thing is with the mob lady and her shooting her son, which, you know, was like, oh my God, uh, I was like, damn. I'm like, if he's if he's an informant for the feds, shouldn't he have federal protection? And if he doesn't have federal protection, why did she need Starfire to go through that whole thing and bringing him back just so she can kill him because he's an informant? I mean, couldn't she have done that on her own months ago, weeks ago, days ago, however long he's been an informant once she found out? So I'm like, I don't know why she needed to send starfire to do that when she has all these goons at her disposal i'm sure assassins galore so that that one was weird it was just almost like this random thing that didn't need to happen it was just for shock value i guess and we got blackfire let's talk about blackfire real quick um now that i mean obviously she's supposed to be the villain i don't know how villainous how extreme she is in the comics or anything like that because as always i don't know much about the comics and all that so what i learned i learned from hearing what you're saying but i don't know i don't know i'm kind of suspicious of her little story that she gave in regards to i mean my thing is if you're so hated by the tim tamaranian people am i saying that right if you're so hated by them and you're, you're it's the point where your parents was trying to have you murdered and especially, you know, when Corey didn't come back and all that stuff and they blamed you. I'm not understanding her thought process of thinking that if she killed her parents that she would gain acceptance from the people. I'm like, I don't, that doesn't even make sense. Why would they... <laughs> Why would they want you to be queen if you murder the your parents? I'm like, they would definitely not want you, you 
yeah, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Your rationale for killing your parents, yes, kill or be killed, obviously self-defense, but the part about you didn't you thought they can rule together. First of all, I mean, you don't know where Corey is. And secondly, they're not going to accept you as the queen until she returns anyway. And even if she does return, who's to say she's going to accept you as the, they're going to accept you as the queen. So it, it just, I mean, if you've been this, this black sheep this whole time, like all your life, you've never been accepted. You've not, you've always been seen as lesser than. I just like it doesn't I mean and I guess you know when you when you're not thinking clearly you I guess you just if I don't know I, I I'm sure there's the method to that so I just it was just very strange that she would think you know that the people would accept her or come to accept her um, no they would probably just find a way to overthrow you or try to overthrow you if they didn't think Corey was coming back and you killed the parents and then I'm like, isn't that even, isn't that illegal? You know, wouldn't Sinead be throwing you in jail? I don't know. Whatever. Um, so that thought that whole thing, and of course it's supposed to tug at Starfire's heartstrings and, oh, let me be a better sister to you than I've been in the past. Because, I mean, it seems like, you know, Corey really didn't do a lot of defending of, his, of her sister when they were growing up. She looked the other way or turned the other cheek in a lot of situations and took the parent's side maybe which adds to Blackfire's resentment and frustration with um Starfire or Koi um so we'll see I just feel like a betrayal is on the way because they have her all up in the team fighting alongside them bringing her into the fold so I just you know if she's as villainous as is being portrayed or being said then i just feel like this is gonna go sideways in a bad way and so but we'll see i could be wrong and maybe she's gonna atone in some way but there it's just like with her and just like with jason there you know gar is out there you know after murdering hawk and working with scarecrow or crane you know he's still wanting jason back i mean dick is like nah player we we over that you know it's this crane and jason we're taking them both down but gar is determined to um save jason um so and of course we saw jason being emotional when he was uh knocked out in in that chair taped to that chair uh so there's some maybe there's some regret maybe there's some um there's some, you know, bad feelings um, or he's feeling bad about what he's done to the Titans, to his friends and all that stuff. And for what? For a man that portrayed him at the drop of a hat, um, which I don't even know why he trusted him in that way to begin with. But I guess when you're young and you're not thinking clearly enough, obviously you're addicted to this fear gas. Um, you, you know, you don't think clearly in those situations anyway. So, um yeah, so that that should be very interesting going forward, how they're going to wrap it up. Because I think you were saying that he's an anti-hero in the comics. So maybe that's the route they're going down. Not quite good, not quite evil. I mean, even though he's done some evil deeds. So maybe this is going to be his way to atone for that by trying to. But it doesn't seem like he has to work that hard for some of the people in the Titans. Um, especially Gar, because he's he's like, 
he's uh riding that uh let's bring him back train so on the heels of everything that happened with hawk so we shall see then we got blackfire and connor i don't know about y'all but i felt some serious uh flirting going on between the two of them you know blackfire talking about Ooh, what other skills you got and he's like maybe i'll show you one day or someday so uh-huh uh, I see y'all. I mean, I don't know what's going to come of it or if anything, but I'm just saying, yeah, <laughs> they eyeing each other and there's some something, but uh, however that ends, that's how it ends, especially if she's going to be betraying everybody at some point. Um, so Crane got away with Jason. Uh, of course, Jason is still on that stuff. So and we got Gar going to Molly, so I don't know. I'm kind of scared for Molly now because, like, dang it, Gar, don't be putting her in the middle of this because that's probably going to get her killed, putting her in the middle trying to save Jason. But we'll see. And maybe that'll be how he atone. I mean, Molly being killed, maybe that'll uh, change his tune, and, you know, Crane killing her in some way. I don't know. I have no idea. So I just... I just uh, I I'm not having a warm fuzzy with Gar getting Molly involved, but we shall see. So um, I think that's all I got. I don't I can't think of anything else. I'm just excited to see what happens next. I'm with you, Mimi and Christina. I look forward to each week and um, yeah. Uh, yeah, on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Shy with her thoughts on the episode. So a few notes, glad you liked it. Um, I'm with you on why today you needed to kill your son. There was no context behind it. It was kind of like, oh, so that happened. Blackfire, she is definitely lying about something. She stole the throne I guess what in her, I don't think it was about the people accepting her. It's more like she took the throne after she had to kill her parents that were going to kill her to appease the people because they thought she was the cursed child that was forcing Starfire to stay away. So they thought if they could, you know, at least appease them, then maybe they could stay in power, but it didn't work. And then she killed them, defending herself, quote unquote, and then she tried to take the throne. But the people didn't want her. They all want Starfire back. So then she's saying that she came to Earth. And then kind of going into my prediction. I think that having her stand beside her. Willingly or forcibly works in her favor. Because it will give the appearance of. Like if she wants that acceptance. It it could be a forced thing too. I mean I've seen it before. Like in different TV shows. (laughs) um where you know if i have a puppet or if i even keep the beloved of everyone's queen in the palace that's enough to keep the people in check right because we care about her so we'll abide the rules even if it is blackfire's um dynasty so yeah and i and there's a lot of tamarind politics I don't know how far they're going to go into the Tamarind politics. As they say, a little bit in power. There's a whole power struggle up there. It's a lot of different parts moving. So giving it to us piece by piece, I think is a smart idea. 
I'm not going to go too far because they can take it in a lot of different directions. But I do think that there's a lot of truth in her story. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if it's 100% the truth. But that she came to Earth planning on stealing her sister. And she definitely killed Fade, And it had nothing to do with wanting you to rule by my side. <laughs> and some type of sisterly bond, right? And you heard what she said, I hate you. That shit didn't just fizzle away into the night just because we spent a week together. I think that they're giving us Blackfire the person so that when that struggle comes that we are going to still kind of want to be running the route for Blackfire. The way we kind of sort of going to want to root for Jason Todd despite his terrible actions or Red Hood. So I, I like the way in which they're playing with the dichotomy between the characters. Even if it's not this season, and they could have said, you know what, this season, the way in which the world is going, do we need to see two black queens fight each other? Maybe we can push that off, you know? And th like I said, there is room for it to be completely 100%, because Blackfire does join the Titans in the comics. She is an accepted team member until she's not. Um... And I think it will play really well with Connor's character, who's someone who deals with a darker side of their persona. And maybe that darker side will start coming out. And, and he has to balance that out with being a hero. So I, I think that their trajectory here is just very across the board, really tight. And when you have that, that's great storytelling because you can feel the movement in every, each and everything that they decide to do. Um, I will say about Jason, I know you say maybe he has remorse. The thing it is with Jason, I feel like he's one of those people that once you go down the road, you're committed to that road. <laughs> you can't see, you can't even think about going back because you've already committed yourself down this road. So whatever he is feeling, it's not something he's allowing himself it's not trumping yet, which I think is where Molly is going to come into effect. Could they go and find the shrink, please? Because that's where he really needs. Because I think that even with Molly, that's his best friend. But the person that really can help the person that Jason was is the shrink. He needs psychological help. There's no debate about that. He became easily malleable to someone else because of his psychological problem he wasn't able to see that dick was a brother and not an enemy because of his psychological insecurities and i don't want molly to die because i'm tired of women dying for man pain that's not something i think that they need and i think that she's going to be a good asset for say the red hood series and about Connor and Blackfire, they've been flirting since day one. My favorite gif this season is when she's just dancing around in her black uh, leather jacket and she's checking out Connor, trying to act like she's not checking him out. This ship can sail and I will be happy about it. And last but certainly not least, we have Queen Mimi. Let's hear how she thought about this episode. What up, Christina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Titans Season 3, Episode 7, 51%. Um, this episode was okay. Um, there was some moments in there where I, like, I was, I was, like, really shook and, like, laughing and 
a little impressed but um for the most part it was it was decent i suppose there's uh, there's still some stuff going on that you know i cannot i cannot be okay with just because of the circumstances surrounding so i guess i'll just um go through it so it seems as though scarecrow is showing that he was pulling the strings all the time basically i don't know why jason assumed he was the boss i really can't comprehend why he thought he was the alpha in that little duo i also would like to point out that even though jason died and he was brought back to life part of the jason that we've come to despise is, is still there his um shotgun knee jump i think they call it knee knee-jerk reaction to things still there like him being a little crybaby bitch about the way that scarecrow just showed him that you know you're not the boss i can replace you in any second so he steals the inhaler and then he puts him on the street which it seems like that's kind of what scarecrow was expecting him to do anyway i don't even think that was a surprise but him doing it just just to be petty and you know then expecting scarecrow i guess he expected scarecrow to be mad but then when he didn't react like i just don't understand why he didn't even have the forethought to think that maybe his angry isn't the same kind of angry as a normal person i mean he is straight up fucking batshit crazy um i feel like you got to be a specific kind of psychopath to use someone's fear to kill them and he clearly like when he was sent to arkham the worst jail in the history of jails he was punished for all the crimes that he did so the villain world knows him they know him very well and they know what he's capable of so even they're scared of him because he will use their fear against them but for whatever reason jason thought that he was gonna be okay with it or he thought because he wasn't mad like in the traditional sense he wasn't upset about i don't know everything about jason is just a hot mess and him being like you know tricked into using one of the inhalers with some type of sedative in it some type of something that left him unconscious he he's just an idiot he didn't even think that was the possibility that scarecrow would do that Ugh, he's so annoying <laughs> and um then um, we have poor Gar, who, for whatever reason, is holding on to the idea that he could save Jason. It's like, do you really want to save him, though? Like, he is literally responsible for killing one of you guys. Like, Hawk is dead because of him. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Dove leaving forever was probably the best thing that ever happened to Titans. I know it's great for my, old, my big soul, but hank having to die for that to happen that kind of sucks and jason is literally responsible for it not only that he sold out every bit of dick's information like i don't understand why gar thinks that like why do you want to save him why do you like even even if you can use the thought that someone was being manipulated okay he was manipulated but that doesn't change the fact that he did what he did he literally went out of his way to lure Hank into that trap so that he could die. Then tricked Dove into making him die quicker. Not to mention the mental anguish he put Connor through. And then you you as well, Gar. Like, why do you want to save him? 
like it's not doesn't seem like he's trying to understand what's happening and like how this came about he's legit trying to find a reason to forgive him and I just I mean maybe they're just trying to figure out a way to use Gar so he can have his own storyline I suppose I mean I do think it's pretty I think it's gonna be a pretty interesting uh storyline with him and Molly because Molly knows that Red Hook is Jason and Molly knew Jason before he was Robin so I think that's gonna be a good good I guess conversation I should say but for the life of me I just don't understand why Garth thinks this is all even worth it um the other aspect of it that I'm sure the fandom is gonna be going berserk over and I even had a conversation offline with someone on Twitter when she was talking about how she hated where it was going and I was like she was like season one was my favorite I'm like but why like they didn't even do anything like they were building themselves but they didn't even get anywhere (laughs) um and then like I remember us having to watch the storyline of Raven like I just felt like even season one didn't include the Titans fairly like we didn't get a really good backstory on anybody so I just think you know why is one your favorite because I mean, I I understand that people are expecting Dickory to be a thing. And I've told you so many times that I'm so over it. I don't even want them to be together at this point because it just seems like, like, so you guys have feelings for each other this whole time, but y'all are just ignoring each other. (laughs) They don't even, to me, they don't even talk like they were friends. They legit act like, like co-workers like the best of co-workers like co-workers that just really work well together like that's all they don't even seem like family like we don't even see them interact very much unless you know has something to do with business and it's like you know this is happening this happening let's get this shit together like like I guess teammates (laughs) you can be someone's teammate and not be in a relationship with them you can have really good dynamic and chemistry with a team member and not want to be with them physically and now that we know a little bit about Tamron's it it actually makes sense why her and Dick would have got so hot and heavy so quickly because Dick's a hoe and Tamron's are raised that you know sexual um energy sexual desire is nothing to be ashamed of and you got to do what you got to do so their relationship being so hot and heavy in the beginning makes a lot of sense i hope we get more of the tamarind culture because i actually am finding it extremely fascinating i actually love it speaking of tamarinds let's talk about starfire when old girl shot her son in the head i sit there with my mouth open like you motherfucker are you serious like he was talking to the fbi that is your child (laughs) and you lured him here with the pretense of making things right and then you shoot him in the head what a bitch (laughs) and then like starfire when she got mad she was like i'm not a i'm not a titan i'm a queen (laughs) i was like oh god what is she about to do i know it wasn't supposed to be funny but when she incinerated that woman from the inside out i died like i laughed so hard like damn i was not expecting that she mad (laughs) she was so mad like and you could tell she was like damn i should have got the information first right after it was over but it was so funny and blackfire was just sitting in the cut laughing to herself like "Mm mm-hmm 
Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> I keep thinking about that 51%. I think that's going to be something I think about all the time because it's such a low bar. You know, <laughs> if something is 51% good and 49% bad, then you should do it. Is that really where we're going? Like you just the majority good? Like it got to be a better solution. You can't find 75, 25 or 60, 40 or 70, 30, like 51. That's pretty terrible. You get a 51 on a test. You failed, bitch. You did not pass it at all. <laughs> that's so terrible. Um, and then, oh my God, can we please talk about Connor? <laughs> his fine ass like now I know Blackfire's the enemy and I and I I talked it in very long length about why I don't trust Blackfire why Starfire shouldn't trust her and why she should have left her in that fucking cage but the chemistry coming off Connor towards Blackfire I I am here for it and I'm not even ashamed to admit that it's only because she's a beautiful black woman and I'm gonna live vicariously through like I thought she was just flirting with him but I'm pretty sure Connor's picking up what she put down because that last scene when when they were eye fucking each other I was like okay Connor get you get you some like he is a man now and he about to show y'all I'm a man (laughs) I am so I'm sorry I had to pause it because I couldn't stop laughing like I always talk about how mentally he's a toddler or not mentally I always think emotionally because it's his emotional intelligence to me is that what's immature his brain and his body clearly man but now maybe maybe he had a growth spurt because his emotional intelligence is telling him to get him a piece of tamarind vagina and I am fucking here for it I know I was shipping him in starfire but I'm fine with him in blackfire unless it makes him evil because I don't want that to happen and but okay here's my prediction all right y'all ready y'all ready okay here we go so my prediction is connor is gonna get smitten with blackfire like he gonna fall in love with her and she gonna use him to somehow i don't know if she's plans on plan on like jumping ship with scarecrow because you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend type thing but she's gonna turn connor into someone not great and he's going to follow her around like a lost puppy because he loved her so much. And it's going to have to be the love of his family, the Titans, that bring him back. Bam. That seems like a lot. But, you know, you never know. I don't trust Blackfire. And I do hope I'm wrong. I hope they using her to go on a whole different level. I don't even know if the story that they used for why she killed the parents true. I don't know anything about the comics. Um, and... And honestly, it could be something that they're trying to, maybe they're trying to use her in a different way. Maybe they want to turn her into a Titan. Maybe she's not meant in this show to be a villain. I'm not sure. But, like, I just feel like that would be the only way to make, you know, Starfire bring, like, going through so much for her worth it. Otherwise, it's going to be like, bitch, I told you this is what she was going to do. And I don't want to be like, I told you so. Corey I don't want that to be what happens um what else yeah um I I I figured they were gonna try and make Barbara and 
and Dick get back together, which it's whatever. I told you how I felt about Dick and Corey. I don't need them to be together like that. But it's just, I'm still mad. Like, why are they making her look so old? Like, why? <laughs> and I feel like they have the ability to make her look younger, but they're purposely making her look like an old ass woman. Like, her and Dick don't look the same age, so their relationship is cringy to me. Like, I don't find it cute at all. Like, not even a little bit okay so i think that's all i got um i'm interested to see what the plan is because it did seem like they caught the scarecrow off guard so they're clearly smarter together than they were separate but this clearly can't be the end i meant they let his raggedy ass get away but whatever um so i think that's it for me so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic clear the couch me me out that was Mimi with her feelings on the episode. Liked it a little less. I mean, I think at that 8.8, it was pretty good reflection of how like, it wasn't as good as the the previous, but it it still was a decent episode, as you stated. Um, yeah, I can't get with who would think season one was better than what we're getting this season. This has probably been the most coherent this show has ever been. <laughs> hands down that's not really a debate you may have liked season one because you were getting more dickery but that's pretty much that was all in season one the rest of it a lot of it was there was a few fight scenes but nah man the outfits are bad like no no i couldn't even make a it's not a fair comparison it's not really um i will say with the dicker i get what you're saying like they feel more like co-workers I think that there are moments where they it's clear like there'll be a moment even in season two the way in which dick reacts to Corey. like look how he talked to barbara and imagine him talking to Corey like that <laughs> about, i need you to be stronger <laughs> would not happen so i read this really interesting analysis where there's this idea that dick may not feel as if he is on the same level as Corey, especially since he just found out she was a queen uh, a princess royalty last episode she is an alien like she has a different world so there's nothing to say that she will commit here to this planet and kind of what i said last episode in season one they left it with until we get both of our shit together we should never try this and neither one of them got their shit together. She running around with her sister. Now I will go back to the Blackfire thing. The one thing I will say about Starfire. And that's kind of what she was saying. She was rubbing in her face. Like you're always so forgiving. That's very true of Starfire. It's why she fucked with Blackfire to begin with. Blackfire does whatever. And Starfire will always exile her. She'll never. <laughs> she always forgives her. She always gives her another chance. No matter how many times Blackfire does wrong, that is part of their relationship. She is a much more, she just, she's willing to make peace with her no matter what. And that's against, you know, it is to her detriment. And I think bringing Connor into it just adds another level, another spice to it. Um, I don't think that he's going to turn full evil. I think that he's, he, it's too much that he wants to be his other father that it would take a lot for me to see him tripping into the evil like if they had done a lot more with it but the way in which he reacted with the maturity in this episode to knowing he couldn't save that person and he didn't digress back into that feeling 
that tells me that he is starting he like everyone around him he knows that's his family and he's known his family even though he loves or he is about to make that girl his wife i think that's going to be interesting between them two because it's going to be like a forbidden romance like i want you girl but you always fucking up <laughs> so he might try to get her eventually to come back to this side of town and that could be a back and forth i'm down with that i'm totally down with that um but i like your prediction too that's uh definitely a possibility <laughs> going either way on the side of the board but yeah i think that whether it happens this season next season eventually blackfire and i get what you're saying they could just decide to go a different route with her and just have her join the team yeah but it makes for better tv if she's her comic counterpart and that's why she was so great in the comic too it's always better when you got a personal edge to it um i'm i don't know what it says about me but i'm with that like you said it could be a, a bigger on the other percent but I think there's a reason why it's 51-49%. Because what you're gonna when you're going for the trolley situation, and I'm thinking of philosophy, and that's why I think it's 49-51%. Because in the trolley situation, either is not a good choice. You're gonna kill someone regardless. Uh, if someone said you could jump out the trolley, I'm like, then that's just you don't want to witness. You don't want any responsibility for your action. We won't go into that. But if you know anything about the trolley situation or the trolley problem is that there's people on a track. Oh, y'all watch The Good Place. So you definitely know what it is. So I don't need to go into it. But I guess since I did for the people who didn't know, um, there's five people on one track. There's one person on the other track. There's a jump in the track. So you could either hit it and save the one per or kill the one person and save the five or kill the five and save the one person of course most people would choose the the five over the one but it's kind of like that it's a very very small margin between the right call or what's the better good of for better than for worse it's what a lot of dictators deal with like <laughs> i i i'm just I can't even formulate all my feelings on it, so I'm just going to leave it alone right now. But I do think that that is an accurate, more accurate percent than where we would want it to be, which is more like, yeah, can it not be 70-30? But the truth of it is, and I'm this is where I always divert and always on the darker side on DC with the hero complex is like, and I don't be fucking with Marvel because I'm like, yeah, sometimes you need to kill your folks, man. Sometimes they need to be taken down. Sometimes you run into so much evil that you need to counter it so that it no longer exists in this world. And you might need to put that on your soul, but so be it. Because that was, I'd rather have done, killed all of those people in that asylum than let them continue to experiment and spread their evil doings all across the world so uh yeah a little bit back into my mindset <laughs> um yeah I'm, I, I'm too with you with the whole dickery thing i don't i don't care i think that this bar thing is not gonna work out but what i will say is at least they give 
him a love interest that is a worthy love interest that's always my, the issue the biggest issue with me anyway is if you are going to present another love interest that's not the black love interest at least present someone that is on some level <laughs> back to dickory i think there's been enough to show that his interest is still his interest he's just they're not going to act on it and i think that's just a commitment they've made and they've not went back on that i will say that one thing they haven't really touched on is that tamarins their powers are controlled by their emotions so when you have blackfire messing with her emotions I, and you saw that moment where she got upset i think that that is leading to something that we're going to see starfire's full capability which might be a little how should i put it <laughs> scary to people so i think not seeing the full extent of her powers i think something it might trigger her and we've seen that several times that you know robin's been in danger let robin be in full danger i think we're gonna i think we fans that are waiting for the that moment hold on to that <laughs> to keep your ship alive in the future because i do think eventually it will go there i don't doubt that i just think that it like the show in the comics it happens at the end it doesn't <laughs> sure there's a few issues that go into them having a relationship but for the most part they go through a lot before they decide that they want to give in to those emotions so as i stated a million times it's a lot of shit a lot of shit even on starfire's end that she is not even close to dealing with she got a whole group of people she got to deal with and i'm glad that they're finally bringing that up that hey you know there's a kingdom that has no leadership <laughs> which your family was leading you just kind of abandoned that <laughs> and there's gonna be consequences because of that so starfire more than anyone has so much more to her story to even be slightly told that i think it, it still makes a lot of sense that their lives are still on two different roads that are curving but eventually will connect up but it also explains why she lost her powers like they were on the fritz when she was all emotional fucked up last season and she hasn't like she's been trying to get therapy for her emotions and she's not been able to do that so that's why i'm wondering if that shrink is going to come back into play i want her to because those would be some really great conversations <laughs> what else can i add that won't be a spoiler because i know some things i'm not talking about because i don't want to spoil anything i will say when the turn comes i think it's going to have to do with the fact that starfire has other problems that she got to deal with and she needs to bring her ass home and i think that's part of why blackfire is there too because as it stated when she explained the the situation going on you gotta know that there's other things that are gonna happen because of this otherworldly thing that happens to have its eye on the politics of earth itself so eventually the world of titans is going to get a lot bigger it'd be great if it started through the starfire arc and we moved away from the gotham stuff 
because that's when the supernatural parts and most of their villains really come into play that's all i will say for this episode if you want to send feedback on the next episode blackocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>